0: Welcome back to my second official episode of this podcast that I will hopefully upload today because I tried recording one about a few days ago and just some stuff went down and then I couldn't upload it anymore. I had to end it sooner and you know, a whole lot of mess. Anyways, here uh, today we're going to talk about is TikTok going to get banned on November 12th still? We're going to talk about maybe some Graham's number, maybe some Ryle's number, and maybe some random stuff. Get sidetracked all the above. We'll just see where today takes us, how how crazy this episode gets. Maybe not too crazy, but we'll see. So, let's start off. Hmm, let's go with TikTok. Is TikTok going to get banned? Well, remember a month ago, two months ago, it was going to get banned every two weeks or something like that by the Trump administration. And then somehow they came with a deal with China. And then they said if nothing reaches... If no deal is reached by November twelve, it's still gonna get banned. And then it's still been in the talks, but it hasn't been in the main page of media. So basically this is what has this is what has been happening with that. Uh, TikTok is actually there's three judges, I believe, or judges blocked TikTok from it getting banned. So it can't get banned because Three, it's it's like a job for three of them or something like that. So they just completely blocked it and it can't get banned. So I don't think TikTok is going anywhere. But when this, when this news came out, a lot of people started hating on these judges and all these TikTokers that make money off of it. And they started saying, "Oh, why don't they get a real job? Wow, that's that's not a real job. What's go get a nine to five. I I disagree with that. I I it's an easier job yes than getting a nine to five. But I feel like these people are just hating on these TikTokers because they make millions of dollars and all they do is stand in front of a camera and make a dance and get millions and millions of views and sponsorships and advertisements and all these things. And all they have to do is stand in front of a camera. I mean, I'm sure it's not the easiest job, as I'm a TikToker myself. Um, But people say that it's not a job. I think it is a job, not the hardest. If you're making money, it's a job. You get me? You get where I'm coming from? So I don't really understand why people get mad and say, "Oh, just ban TikTok." Who they could get a go, they could go get a real job. Like no, TikTok's not affecting your everyday life, is it? It's, there's nothing wrong with this TikTok app. I actually think it's amazing. I I like it a lot. I wish it doesn't get banned. I'm having a lot of fun uploading videos. <laughs> but that's just my little rant on TikTok and how these people hate TikTok. I don't understand why they hate it. It's there's going to be a new TikTok eventually. There was Vine back then. Now there's TikTok. There's probably going to be something else when TikTok dies off. Hopefully it never does, but it probably will. There's there's nothing wrong with these apps. So why don't, why, why don't they say some, the same thing about YouTube? It's just because the algorithm is different for YouTube and TikTok. There's a lot more dances than there is on YouTube. If the, If it was the same thing for YouTube, they would be hating on YouTube. So, you know, it, it's just whatever. I don't know why people get mad at it. It doesn't affect their life. If they don't like it, just delete the app. You get me? But sorry, I got a little carried away right there with the TikTok talk. It's just sometimes it really gets to me and I, I get re- I get kind of upset. I'm just like, just don't just don't get mad at these TikTokers. Let them do their thing. You do your thing. Everyone's happy. So <laughs> let's let's get the perfect segue into numbers now. We started talking about TikTok. Let's somehow jump into numbers. I don't know what that segue is going to be. So let's just hop right into it. So, recently, I actually just learned about a number that's even bigger than Ryo's number. I always thought that Ryo's number was the biggest number there was out there. But apparently, the biggest one is Bigfoot. It's even bigger than Ryo's number. It uses the, the foot uh, notation. Set. That it's, an extens- it's an extension to, language, uh, to the language of uh, First Order Set Theory, which is known as FOST, FOST. And then the guy who made it, his name was like Little Ping 9 I think that's like his username. He used an extension of that first order set theory known as first order oodle theory. And that it's these numbers are... He used this to create foot to the power of 10 of a Google. And that is way bigger than Ryo's number. Ryo's number is Ryo of a Google. Foot of a Google is the same thing as Ryle's number. They're exact same numerical value. But the foot of a Google is not Bigfoot. Foot 10 of a Google is Bigfoot. Sorry if I'm confusing you. I'm starting to confuse myself with all these foot, Faust, Ryo. All this stuff is confusing me too. Um, so Ryo's number, as I said, I thought it was the biggest and I found out about Bigfoot. Turns out it's way, way bigger. And these numbers are so, so big. Like, I don't think you guys realize how big these numbers are, that you can't even comprehend it. Computers, all the all the technology we have today can't even compute it, can't even grasp, grasp these numbers. That's how big these numbers are. So when people say, oh, I'm going to just use math, I'm going to use photo math, I'm going to use these, excuse me, I'm going to use these, you know, cheating methods to solve these problems, to compute these numbers. Okay, so why don't you do it? It'll probably say error or that it can't do it because they, well, they can't. They can't do it because it's it's so big. These these things are so. These are ma- massive, massive. These things are massive. It's ridiculous. Ryo's number, the way Ryo's number came to be, here. Let, let me see if I if I remember correctly. It was back in two thousand and seven. It was Adam Elga versus Augustine Ryo. It was the it was a a fight. I guess you could say it was known as the big number duel at a college university. And they did this so they could get more students interested in like the philosophy, psychology, math path for uh, college. And they could, you know, um, get them interested in that. So that's why they ha- they held this duel. And a lot of people showed up. There was people even at the door trying to peek to see in, to see, uh, to look inside and see what they were uh, coming up with. And the way that the, the, the rules for this duel would work is you can't just say the biggest number that. This person thought of plus one or times one or just multiply the number by two no you had to come up, you had to think outside of the box and think of a different way to come up with a with a number so the first round Augustine Ryle is up first uh on the board he writes down uh a bunch of uh sticks a bunch of tally marks like 40 tally marks in a row and they're all but there' so it's basically like 41 so it's like a, the numerical value would, would have been like 40. Adam Elga, he simply goes up, he leaves an 11 at the the beginning. He leaves two tally marks at the beginning, and then he draws a line through the rest of the the lines, the rest of the tallies, which basically made this into 11 factorial, 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 38 times. That number was so big. (coughs) That number is so big. 11 factorial, just the first factorial is 11 times 10 times 9 times 8 times 7 times 6 times 5 times 4 times 3 times 2 times 1. And that's just the first factorial. Whatever that number gives you, which is in the millions, billions, or something like that, possibly trillions. Whatever that number gives you, no, it's, no, I think it's like thirty-nine thousand actually. Yeah, I think it's around the, it's like forty thousand around there. Then factorial of like forty. whatever that first number gives you, you got to do the factorial of that number. So if it's like 40,000, you got to do 40,000 times 39,999 times 39,998, all the way down to 1. And then whatever that gives you, you got to do factorial of that. And then whatever that gives you, factorial of that. And then factorial of that, you got to do this 38 times. So you can just imagine how the massive massive number that Adam Elga could have gotten. So obviously, Adam Elga took the first round. So since he used this method where he scratched the line through all these he can't use that method anymore. Do so you guys kinda of understand that? You can't reuse methods and you gotta also think outside the box. You can't just say, add another one. He couldn't just, Adam el couldn't just go up to the board and add another one and then he would win. No, he can't do that because that's just, it's considered uh, like cheating essentially. So then the next round, um, excuse me, let me take a little sip of water. <sighs> okay. So so you know they start going back and forth a lot. Uh, Augustine Ryo then uh, he thinks of uh the busy beaver function. The be- the busy beaver function is oh my god, I don't know it off the top of my head, but the the busy beaver function is so so big. It's uh you got to essentially think of it in a infinite hotel and it has something to do with like a beaver. If he goes into a room and the lights off, he's scared and it, then he goes to the right, something like that. Basically, it starts It starts getting so big, and they start talking about busy beavers, and then they get to super busy beavers, and then they get to, like, crazy bea- busy beavers, and they start getting to numbers so, so, so big that just a normal person like us really couldn't understand. And computers can't even compute it. Like, this is how big we're getting into these numbers. Computers don't even understand it, let alone our brains. So, after that, eventually... They start. Uh, the uh, Augustine Ryle comes out with the winning answer, which is now what we know Ryle's number. He writes Um, th- he writes down this number, not in words, but in fir- the, the language of set theory, which is a bunch of symbols that I don't even know of. I'm sure it's not that hard, but I just don't know of it. It's the largest, the smallest finite number. That uses a Google symbols of first order set theory language set theory. Something like that. I don't remember the exact one, but that's what it is. So let me explain to you basically what that means. Let's think of a number. Let's think of a, what's another really really big number? Tree three, right? Tree three or tree of gram's number or grams number of tree three. Basically what I'm getting, right? Tree three of grams number. So tree three of G six G sixty four. Yes, that's gram's number. Gram's number itself, the amount of uh First order, set, theory, like, symbols it would take to write down Graham's number, it's only a couple hundred. Only a couple hundred symbols to write down that entire number. Not not digits, but, like, first order, set, theory, language. It would just only take a, a couple hundred symbols to write down Graham's number. Same thing with tree three. It would take a couple hundred symbols. Ryle's number would take one Google of these symbols to write down. And Ryle's number is the one right after that. So, yeah, that's one Google symbols, and Ryle's number comes right after that one. Keep in mind, Tree 3 takes only a couple hundred symbols. Hundred. Not even a thousand. Ryle's number needs is bigger than one Google symbols. one One hundred zeros. That's how 100 has two zeros. Ryle's number is so massively big, you can't, you will never write it down. Ever. We can't, the universe will destroy itself and reset and we still wouldn't be done with it. So we just can't write down that number so big and don't even get me started on Bigfoot. Oh my God, that's another monstrosity. It's even way bigger than that. So yeah, we hopefully eventually we get some technology that we could somehow compute it. But at the, but right now we, we don't have anything. So then, what's Graham's number? Because I'm always talking about Graham's number. It's one of the most famous, probably the most famous number, Graham's number. Ooh, Graham's number, oh my God. This number is massive. Nothing, it's so small. It's like zero compared to... You know what? No, no, no. You know, We're, we're going to take a different transition. Sorry, I'll talk about Graham's number in another podcast episode, whatever. So, Ryo's number is so big. These are so big, right? And then people always say, well, what about infinity? What about infinite? Aren't numbers infinite? Why don't you just add one to it? Well, you already guys, you guys know why you can't add one to it because it would be considered cheating and it wouldn't count. But what about infinity? Infinity is way bigger than these numbers. You have to understand something. Infinity is not even a number. It's a concept slash idea that it basically means never ending. So basically it means that the numbers... Are never-ending that's all it means it's not a number it's not a numerical value you can't add infinity plus two. Oh, actually technically you can but i'm gonna get into that right now but it's not a number you get me so what i mean by you can you could technically add to it so imagine these infinite finite natural numbers right no not finite infinite natural numbers which is one two three four five it goes on infinitely right Let's say we put them in a section that, you know, you put what comes after all these infinite numbers. Excuse me. So this first section of just infinite uh, natural numbers. This first infinity, I guess you could say, is called Aleph No. Oh, my God. I got to burp again. Oh, excuse me. Oh, God. Aleph No. Aleph No is it's a weird n aleph no and then there's there's a little zero no aleph no that's the first infinity so what would come after all those infinite natural numbers we get something called omega which is not a numerical value number it's not like a hundred or something like that it's an ordinal number it doesn't really give you like how many things there are rather it's more of a order type of number an ordinal number so uh, omega plus one would basically mean you. You're the next up after all the infinity numbers. You cut off there all the natural numbers plus one. That's when this number comes. So infinity plus two would basically mean omega plus two. It's basically what I'm. That's why I kind of said earlier that you can add these numbers. So that's yeah. That's why. That's what I meant by that. I don't want to confuse you too much. But then you would get omega plus one plus two. Omega plus 3, omega plus 4, omega plus 5, omega plus 6, and so on, you know, infinitely, infinitely, for all the infinite um, numbers that you have. You would get so big, what would come after that? What would come after all the uh, omega plus infinity, after all those uh, infinite natural numbers? Then you get something that's omega plus omega. (laughs) I know you're just repeating omega and then you do omega plus omega and then you go so far on you got to use something known as the axiom of replacement or axioms of replacement which basically it's things that we assume to be true because in a mathematical universe we're essentially building it ourselves so if we say something assumes to be if we assume something to be true and then later on it gets into a paradox or it doesn't really make sense we'll go back and we'll just change it. That's why math and science sometimes don't go together. Don't go hand in hand. Because of the axioms of replacement and you know how we're basically shaping our own mathematical universe. Which is why I fell in love with the math with math. With the mathematical universe, because we're shaping it ourselves. It's math is awesome. But anyways, back to the infinity stuff. So then you would keep using the axiom of replacement. You would get to omega plus omega, then you would get to omega times omega. Then omega squared. Wait, no, that's omega times omega. <laughs> and then you would get to you know so big. You you can't even. Oh my god, these things are so so big. Then you run out of math. Mathemat- then you get to what is it? Aleph one. Oh wait, that's later on. Then you then you run out, Then you run out of mathematical notation, like your standard mathematical notation. Like you don't have anything else to write down. So you get to epsilon naught, and then. You eventually get to Aleph 1, and then you keep going, and I'll explain more in detail later on. And then you eventually get so, so, so far gone, up, high, whatever you want. to. You get to an inaccessible Cardinal, which is a number you just can't reach. You just It's inaccessible. It's not accessible. And we do have actually a little preview of that. A little preview of that is Aleph Null, the first infinity. It's a number you can't reach it, which makes sense because it's infinity. You will, You just can't reach it. But it's still pretty cool to think of these as sections. What would come after that? Aleph no, And then you get aleph one. And then aleph two, aleph three, aleph four. And so on. So that's kind of why I fell in love with this mathematical universe. Excuse me. Let me take a little water break. So the math universe is just amazing that, yes, math is hard. But your typical math is pretty boring. But when you start talking about things like this, like what I'm talking about, oh, my God, I think you guys really, really should will enjoy it. If you look into it just little by little, I think it'll be really, really well time spent. Yeah, because ever since I found out about uh, ever since I've been looking into this mathematical universe and all these numbers and infinity, I decided that I'm actually going to pursue a career as a mathematician in college because I'm in college. But I didn't. I, I'm in finance right now. But I didn't. I didn't know what to do. I didn't really want to do finance because it's boring. It's like I don't want to sit behind the computer for nine hours a day and just type in things. Like that's so boring. So I was confused. I was. I'm gonna stay in here. I'm gonna stay on finance because I don't know what to do. So I'm gonna just stay here. And then I started looking, started researching about math, doing all these things, just learning more math. And then I realized I should be a mathematician, and my grandpa. My mom's dad always said when I was a little, when I was a young toddler, he always said that I, he thought I was going to be a teacher, that I'm going to be a teacher and I'm going to teach people. I I was like, I was always like, no, I'm not going to be a teacher or anything like that. And now that I've grown up, um, I've realized that later on in life, after I'm done with my career, whatever that is, when I'm retired, I want to go to a college and be a math, te- math uh, um, professor and teach college courses. That would be like, I really want to do that like in front of a bunch of students. Just teach it. Just add a little bit of fun factor to it and just teach them. That would be so cool. So, yeah, I think being a mathematician is what I'm going to pursue. And I may be two, three years into my college career and I'm barely finding out what I'm going to do. But that's fine because you don't, you're not in a rush. You're not racing against everyone else. You, you're running your at your own pace and it's it's better that you get there later than never and you know what they say or uh, what did that one actor say the Ace Ventura actor i can't think of it but um you can fail at something that you that you don't like that you hate so why not just fail at something that you love and that's an amazing quote like yeah if you're going to fail at uh, at something fail at something that you love why would you fail at something that you hate and you just already you're you're already having a terrible life, I guess you could say, because you're hating your you're hating your job. So might as well do so do something that you love. You fail at it, hey, you it's something that you love, so it's fine. Get what I'm get where I'm getting to? That's pretty cool. So today, oh my god, these transitions, right? We're just talking about some random, random stuff. So recently, I've actually been re- recording a lot more YouTube videos uh especially with Rogue Company and in spirit of Halloween I've been playing some hor- horror games but I can't do scary games uh, scary movies anything like that because the jump scares and the anxiety that builds up inside of me is so bad that I just I can't I can't stand it I can't play horror games so on my YouTube channel I uploaded like one video of one horror game and it was terrible I have a part 2 but I hasn't I have been I have not been able to edit it and it's it's been a uh, device my device has been uh acting up so i just i just can't uh edit it hopefully soon i will but other than that i've been uploading a lot of rogue company if you guys know what that game is it's a really fun 4v4 multiplayer game third person really competitive and my team and i we actually signed up for this tournament that's coming up next week saturday november 7th and the win the first place gets six hundred dollars i think in like row company dollars which is a hey, i don't i there, there doesn't have to be an incentive that doesn't have to be a price for this tournament i lo, i love tournaments so just signing up and getting the feel for this um, competitive game competitive side of this game would be pretty it's pretty cool I'm a very competitive person so we'll see how that tournament goes i should i've been playing a a lot of row company to put in some practice but um can't say the same thing about the whole team because some of them just don't like I feel like they just don't like and they want they don't want to put in the time uh another one of my friends part of the team he's actually he's actually been busy like if he could put in the time he would and I know that if we were both on we would be scrimming the whole day just to practice and get the feel for the real company but he he hasn't been on uh, that much so hopefully we we come out we show up on the tournament. Hopefully we don't get first-rounded because that would be terrible. Okay. Okay. But anyways, I think my mom just called me, so my food is here, so I got to go eat. Ah, you know. Jaboli is hungry talking about all these numbers. (laughs) Taking a lot of energy out of me. But anyways, I'm going to leave, I'm going to... I'm going to leave it there. I think I'm going to end this podcast here because I'm going to. I got to text my girlfriend because she's going to come over and we're going to go to my girlfriend, not my girlfriend's, my brother's girlfriend's house and we're going to go go see my niece. And yeah, with that being said, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I won't take as long, I promise. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Didn't get too confused. Or if you did get confused, I hope you still enjoyed (laughs) just me ranting about these numbers. So yeah.